It might be said that today's readings are about family dynamics, particularly parochial family dynamics, with which most of us who've been in parish ministry have gotten to know over the years, for good and for ill. Parochialism is something that's part of our tradition, and we pride ourselves often in the Episcopal Church on being specialists, if you like, in local ministry. But there's a danger to parochialism. And today's gospel, and to some extent the other two readings, remind us of the dangers of getting locked into the dynamics with which we are so familiar, family dynamics. The dangers that are most present there are the ones that lock out the grace of God to act so that we might grow. Most of us have grown up in families where we went home, even as adults, and somebody in the household could only still see us as eight years old because that's how they remember us. That is, in fact, how they love us. Jesus encounters this when he goes back to Nazareth now as he is living into the full embodiment of his ministry and his calling that he is starting to proclaim the gospel and the people at home just cannot hear him. Because the first thing they think after, wow, that was pretty great, is, but isn't he just Joseph's son? Don't you remember when he was eight? and walking around and helping out in the carpentry shop and playing with the other guys in the street? Don't you remember? And where did he then get the authority to speak this way in our synagogue? And Jesus can immediately see what's going to happen next. And that is they're going to start to say, he's crazy. Something has gone wrong. Something fell out of his head. Something is not right. But since you're here, Jesus, serve us the way we want you to. Do what you did at Capernaum. After all, we're your family. Jesus isn't happy about that and makes it very clear by quoting two stories out of the tradition, which annoy them greatly because they are reminders of how God's grace went to the outsider, the foreigner, the person on the margins, before it went to the insider, the parochial, the familial. And this is a deep spiritual tension for all of us who are engaged in parish ministry. And we know this best right now because we are a growing parish and we have many, many new people coming in and we're starting to experience the tension of why aren't they like us? Why aren't they doing what we expect them to? Why aren't they connecting with us in the ways with which we are so familiar? Yeah? You know this dynamic? I know it too. And it's interesting to live in that tension, and sometimes quite stressful. So much so, sometimes I feel like I'm being led to the brow of a cliff, not ready to be tossed over, right? 
Jesus, of course, walks right through the midst of them. Because somehow, in our tangle of being so familiar and focused on our parochialism, Jesus can still move by God's grace and act and move forward with the message of the gospel. The other element to this dynamic that I want to explore a little bit today is this beautiful passage from Paul's first letter to the Corinthians with which most of us are quite familiar. And if you remember, the place we hear it most often are at weddings, which I actually think is a little bit of a tragedy because, you know, couples who are getting married often, not always, but often are madly in the chemistry and so when they hear the word love, all of those 19th century romantic notions of love start to play and all of the 20th century big screen projection versions of it. But that's not the love Paul's talking about. Actually, the truth of the matter is, and anyone who does premarital counseling who's worth his or her salt will tell them this, even in the midst of all the chemistry, the love they're thinking of, the chemistry love, is not what's going to sustain their marriage. The love that Paul is talking about will. Paul is talking about a love that doesn't just belong to a married couple, but belongs in Christian community and actually in every way we relate to others in the world. And it is in fact a failure of this love that is the great story in Nazareth in the Gospel today. Because when we get locked into our patterns and our expectations of other people, we cannot love in the way Paul calls us to. And that love is not about feeling, but is about the will, choice. walking back our expectations of each other and allowing each other to move and grow in Christ in whatever way God is calling us to. Just as really healthy families who've worked on these dynamics for a long time figure out that the kids have to grow up. And the best way to love them is to allow them to do that. Love is patient. Love is kind. Love does not force its own way, its expectations on others. And for that reason, it's not resentful. As my spiritual director is fond of saying, expectations are really planned resentments. What does it mean to love somebody without ladling all kinds of expectations on them? What does it mean, Paul is asking, to hold somebody with all of their faults and blessings and recognize them as a fully embodied child of God. This, he says, is the greatest task for each of us. It is the task that Jesus proclaims in the message of the gospel. It is an act, not of feeling, but of will, often, which is why we say in our baptismal covenant, I will, with God's help. We don't say, I feel. And we don't say, 
I'll do it if I like to. And say, I will. A choice. And that is what we are all called to when we get caught up in our familiar parochial dynamics. We are called to step back and be free and choose a way of being that is different so that indeed we can learn how to love the newcomer and the outsider and one another. Even if we are so familiar, we think we know and understand each other. So the truth of the matter is we don't. The truth of the matter is we are all mystery and we are all growing in grace. So I invite you as part of your spiritual practice this week to step back from all of those expectations that play, step back in ways that the people of Nazareth could not. And then see what Christ does, particularly in those relationships with which you are most familiar. And as you engage the strangers and newcomers in your life. And learn what Christian love really is joy and grace it offers. This has been a sermon podcast from the Episcopal Church of Our Savior, Mill Valley, California. We are a growing, welcoming community for those seeking to deepen their relationship with God and to journey in faith with God's people through the breaking of bread and in service to others in Christ's name. You can reach us by phone at 415-388-1907 or visit us online at OurSaviorMV.org. That's O-U-R-S-A-V-I-O-U-R MV for Mill Valley dot O-R-G. We wish you God's peace, and we hope to greet you in person very soon.